welcome my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you're here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Hello, my gorgeous friends. How are you today? Happy Tuesday, ladies. We are entering upon the very last few days of September 2020. Whoa, slow down time. Thing is, though, time isn't slowing down for any of us. So if you're hesitant to live life fully today, you're selling yourself short. You are worth so much more. So live fully today, okay? I'm not sure if you had a chance to listen to last week's episode, but we did something a bit differently where we took a moment to pray at the beginning of the episode rather than at the end. And honestly, I feel like it worked really well. So guess what? We're going to do it again today, and it may just become an official thing. What do you think? I'm thinking of it as a way to open our chat today with an opportunity for us to bring God into our presence and our conversation right at the beginning of the episode so that he can guide, lead, and direct us through everything it is that we are going to be talking about today. He is so cool that he can just be there and make sure we hear things in exactly the way we need to. He knows what you're facing. He knows your battles. He knows your fears and your joys, and he knows what your heart and soul need in this moment and knows exactly how you're going to receive this all today. So let's welcome his presence, okay? And invite him to be right here with us as we do this devotional together. Hello, our faithful and loving God. We are so grateful to be loved endlessly by you on this gorgeous day of life. Your breath is giving us life in this moment, and with our time today, we want to thank you for choosing to provide us with another day here and an opportunity for us to do exactly what it is you have put us here to do. We ask that you give us the energy, the strength, the focus, the direction, and the grace to do this thing right. We mess up so much, and sometimes We feel like we achieve so little despite our greatest efforts, but we are learning exactly how much we need to depend on you through every moment of the day because we know that the enemy and the negativity and chaos that he brings to our life are not going away anytime soon. We require your strength, your comfort and peace today. And Lord, we ask that you make your presence known in our hearts today, that you look over and protect and provide for us and our families so that we feel supported by your love on this day of life. 
We are so blessed to be your girls. We know you love us unconditionally, and we hope we can live our day-to-day in exactly the way you have planned for us. We are here, we are available, and we are so very appreciative for the gift of life today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh, I am so ready to share what God has put on my heart today. Let's do this, ladies. I've titled today's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, Guard Your Heart. Newsflash, my friend. You are under attack today. There are dark forces continually launching themselves at you in hopes of taking you out. Some days, these attacks might be barely noticeable, but on other days, it can feel like you've been defeated before your day has even began. You might feel like you are in the battlefield today, fending off assaults and attacks of lies that the enemy uses as weapons against you. Lies that he throws at you in hopes that you will be knocked down by them. He will take a boulder of self-doubt and toss it right at you, telling you that you aren't good enough, aren't smart enough, or aren't attractive enough, aren't skinny enough, aren't wealthy enough, aren't talented enough. He'll sneak up and tell you that you're too fat, too weak, too old, and too unlovable. Then he'll get that grenade of guilt out and aim it right for you. He'll remind you that your past has too many mistakes for you to be saved, that no one wants to love someone with so many wrongs, that you should have done something different with your life, and now it's too late. How will you ever make anything of it now? After that, he'll aim his missile of despair at you and tell you that you will never amount to anything, that you aren't worthy of love, you aren't worth someone who treats you right, you aren't worth feeding your body well and taking care of yourself, that you will never achieve your goals, you will never have the family you have dreamed about, the life you have dreamed and worked so hard for, the financial security you desire, and on and on and on his attacks continue. The thing about slimy Satan is that he is powerful, relentless, and knows exactly where your weaknesses are. And he will go for the cheap shot every single time. He plays dirty and he plays rough. Here's the good news though, my beautiful and worthy sister. You have a secret weapon within you that can block his attacks and send them ricocheting right back to hell where they came from. The secret weapon within you is God's love. You have accessible access to his love. And it is readily available and will flow continually and never run out. And it's exactly what we need to help us create a barrier between us and our attacker. If you are someone who has ever visited some of the historical fort cities we have around the world, you already know and are aware of how important the fortress was for those who it was designed to protect. So, for example, in Quebec City in Canada, in San Juan, Puerto Rico, Fort Jefferson in the Florida Keys, Saxon Bastille in Germany, and the list goes on, you will see all of them are made of stone or brick and have a strong reinforced wall surrounding the inner portion. This design is not by mistake. It makes sense that if you want to guard and protect something, that you surround it with protection on all sides. 
but particularly reinforcing the side facing towards where the enemy is most likely to attack from. Here's your challenge today, my girl. You are going to have to begin to build a fortress around your heart to protect it and guard it from the mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical attacks the enemy will continue to launch on you every day that you live. The devil isn't backing down, dear. He's going to keep picking away at your mental health, causing you emotional unrest, challenging your spiritual strength, and eventually all of this stress and worry that you will receive from that, if you don't guard yourself from it, it's going to cause some physical health concerns as well. He often launches large attacks, but even the daily small jabs he sends your way are taking a toll on your overall mental well-being. So how do you build a wall around your heart? You must learn how to use God's words and promises as bricks of protection. We read in Psalm 34 verse 19 that the righteous person may have troubles, but that the Lord delivers him from them all. Yep, righteous you may be, but that doesn't mean life isn't going to be challenging. The promise, though, is that the Lord will deliver you from them all. So let's get building, my friend. Your design needs to be one that will keep the enemy out, but let God's goodness flow freely in. We don't want to create such a stronghold around our heart that we close ourselves off to God's love. No, we want to make it a one-way entry. Only love flows in, but we want evil to bounce right back off the solid brick wall that we build. I want you to begin to think about each of God's promises to us as a brick. Where do you find his promises? In your Bible, of course. If you are not yet the owner of a Bible, it's the best purchase that you're ever going to make. And oh, if you want a really convenient and free means of getting access to God's Word, I want you to go into the App Store and search for the U version, the Y-O-U version, Holy Bible app. It's got like thousands and thousands of five-star reviews, but this free version has been so handy for me. I put it on my phone this summer, and now I can go and highlight and note and read scriptures all on my phone. And for real, this isn't sponsored or anything like that. I version doesn't even know who I am or that I'm talking about this, but I just had my aunt recommend the app to me a few months ago. And since I've added it to my phone, I've like been on a roll acquiring bricks for the wall that I'm building myself. Okay, so back to bricks. Each time you read, study or memorize one of God's promises, one of his scripture verses, you are essentially adding another brick that you can build your wall with. Sure, you're going to only start with a couple, but each one eventually has an important role in the barrier of protection that you're building. I like to create mental images to help me internalize concepts that I'm trying to learn or teach. So here's one for you in this case. Imagine yourself crouched behind a small section of what will eventually become a large brick wall. On the other side of the wall is the devil jeering and taunting you with his lies and nonsense. But as you crouch behind the wall, 
His words become muffled, muted, and garbled. It's like you can't clearly hear what he's saying any longer. You know he's still spewing the lies, but you can't hear them because the wall is blocking out the sound. And what's more is that on the backside of each brick that you're hiding behind is written that verse from the Bible that you've learned. So as you crouch down, you can remind yourself with those verses. You can feel God's love and presence by rereading those verses, memorizing them, saying them, repeating them. So verses, for example, like Psalm 16, verse 8, that says, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Or Romans 12, verse 12, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Or how about Philippians 4, chapter 6, don't fret or worry. Instead of worry, pray. Because you're focused on God's word and in essence being protected by a shield of his word, you can no longer be hit by the devil's attacks. He doesn't stop but you're no longer in danger of being hit by his vicious lies. It reminds me of the uh, Three Little Pigs story. The stronger the material the pig used to build the house to be protected from the wolf, the better protected they were. So for example, the first pig, if you recall, he uses straw. That to me is equivalent to people who don't yet believe in God and aren't able to use his word as protection. The enemy is going to blow that structure down, no problem, and attack them with having no protection at all. People who don't believe are not protected from the devil. He's trying to make their life miserable as well. He doesn't care who you are or what you believe in. He's just out to make life crappy. They aren't able to yet know where their sadness, depressive thoughts, Anger, bitterness, resentment, guilt, fear, and disappointment are coming from. But we know where those things come from. And we know now we're learning how to protect ourselves from those. But then we think about that second pig. And he used sticks to build his house, right? So stronger than straw, but not as strong as bricks. And this would be similar to people who believe in God, but haven't really made him the center and focus of their life yet. So these would be people who might be labeled Christians or good Christians because of their religious affiliation, but they haven't really surrendered their life to living in the way God calls them to, and they aren't familiar with his word and scripture. So the sticks are better protection than the straw, but eventually the enemy's attacks are going to break apart their wall also because it isn't strong enough to hold up to the relentlessness of his strikes. Finally, though, we know about the third pig who has been completely kept safe from Mr. Wolf because he used bricks to build his house. Now, I don't know about you, but I want to be safe in my cozy house like Mr. Pig number three, because I don't want to get eaten up by the big bad wolf. I choose bricks because they will withstand the constant assault that Satan brings to our life. As you memorize scripture, and as you find and highlight verses that speak to you, as you study the Bible and listen to devotional podcasts or read books that grow your faith, or listen to Christian music or surround yourself in his presence with 
other people who also celebrate their faith and openly discuss the journey that they're going through. And when you continually give God glory, praise in your prayers, you're going to find that you end up accumulating an abundance of bricks. And all of a sudden, you can use these to build your wall higher, wider, and thicker. And as you notice that various scriptures from different books in the Bible restate the same ideas and messages, you're going to be able to discover how you can, in fact, layer your bricks in your wall and start stacking them in front of each other. Because there are so many important things in the Bible that are repeated over and over again in different books, different chapters, different verses, you're going to get a little twist on the same message over and over again. And those are bricks that because they're so important and God has really wanted you to pay attention to those, those are things you're going to be able to stack in front of each other to add strength to your wall so that you've got layers upon layers of his promises protecting you. And over time, your fortress will become more and more protective. So eventually, you're going to get to the point in your life where you barely even realize that the devil is out there because you just can't hear him anymore. And sure, if you peer over the wall or, you know, you turn on the news or you start listening to the chatter of what society is focused on in general, you're going to see him out there. He's still attacking your wall, as well as the walls of your neighbors and everybody else around. But I want you to rest assured, my friend, that if yours is built of bricks, made of God's wisdom, peace, love, hope, forgiveness, grace, and comfort, then you will never have to fear like those who have decided to live behind a barrier of sticks and straw. Don't catch yourself unprotected today, beautiful girl. The enemy isn't moving out of your neighborhood anytime soon, and he's not quieting down either. All you can do is block out his lies and protect yourself from the damage to your life he is constantly trying to cause. You must protect yourself, and in the world we live in today with the challenges, chaos, and next-level stress we all experience, God's Word is the only thing strong enough to build your fortress out of. Anything else will eventually crumble and leave you unguarded once again. You've got some building to begin today, but don't fear. You look good in that hard hat. You look good stacking those bricks. I thank you once again for listening today. I truly do pray that God takes all of this and wraps it up in a little tiny package designed exactly for your soul. And I pray that something you heard today resonates with you and inspires you to grow and live in your faith. I love you, my beautiful friend. I wish you all of God's blessings today. From my heart to yours, bye for now. 